All right, Darren Smith, what's coming up on this edition of the Always Loyal Podcast? A little bit different this week, Jordan Carruth. We are going to take you live into a away U.S. Open Cup match between San Diego Loyal and L.A. Galaxy in Carson, California. You'll hear pre, you'll hear half, you'll hear post from U.S. Open Cup 2022 at Dignity Health Sports Park. Hey, everyone. This is Shannon McMillan, Vice President Community Relations with San Diego Loyal, and I have the honor of having Nutmeg Darren Smith. You're listening to the Always Loyal Podcast. Enjoy. All right, Jordan Carruth. It's the Always Loyal Podcast. We're on a back patio at Dignity Health Sports Park. Carson, California, just to set the scene, you can hear the music in the background. Anybody's ever been to a sporting event, you know that feeling right before the event starts, the music's going. Players out there on the field starting to warm up. A little bit of Beastie Boys. Sun is setting. It's getting a little bit cold in Carson, California. Mm. How are we doing? We are doing great. My anxiety is up a little bit for a few reasons at the moment. Number one, we're on the road for the second time this month for the Open Cup, which is very exciting. This should be a pretty fun podcast. We haven't taken the podcast exactly on the road per se, and this is the first time that we're gonna do it. So, set the stage here. We're at a pretty cool venue, a venue that you've been to numerous times. It's a venue that was the very first, Galaxy were actually the very first team to ever give me a credential working at Palomar College Radio. They gave me a credential. Galaxy went on to win the MLS Cup that year. David Beckham was on the team, Landon Donovan was on the team. I remember being in the locker room and I watched uh, LD and everyone else celebrate. Champagne was flying, like it was a really cool thing. That's what I think of when I come to this stadium. And tonight, listen, I don't know what to expect tonight. Loyal are the underdogs, Galaxy, they have every reason that they should win tonight. We'll see what happens. But when I come here, I think of LD celebrating in that locker room with David Beckham. There's a statue of Landon Donovan right outside as well. And so hopefully uh, he's celebrating again tonight, but for a different squad. I love that. Now, fast forward to where we are. It is a Tuesday night. It's the 19th day of April, 2022. San Diego Loyal is getting set to face for the very first time ever an MLS club in a competition that matters. Jordan, when we found out that USL was coming to San Diego, you and I were excited for a variety of reasons, right? Number one was, hey, we got a club. That's exciting. Then we found out Landon Donovan was going to be involved. That makes it even more exciting. And I remember thinking about all the things that we knew would come with club culture, with supporters groups, right? With plenty of beer drinking. We would love to see Loyal hoist a USL Cup at some point, but I remember you and I both saying, you know what else this means? This means the US Open Cup. It means that our club is gonna be participating in the Open Cup. And here we are thinking about what that might have looked like in the abstract. Now this becomes our reality here tonight in Carson. I don't know where everyone falls on this. I know it's different for everyone. I've talked to fans that have said they would rather win the Open Cup than win the league. I've talked with fans even as soon as, as latest as today, telling me I would have rather put a starting 11 for Louisville over the weekend and saved a B squad for Galaxy. So I've heard it both ways from fans. I would rather win the Open Cup. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and ride with the 100 plus year history in this tournament over the 10 year history of USL Championship, which, listen, I want to, let's do both. But if you're going to make a deep, deep run and you're telling me you can make a deep run in one of the two, this is, this is the tournament to do it. These are special moments and these present opportunities for a club that haven't had a lot of opportunities to go up against an MLS side. It's the first time ever that they will take on an MLS side in an official game. They've done it in preseason matches before, but this is not a preseason. This feels different. Galaxy 
want to win. They want to advance. I already saw a little bit of the lineups. Chicharito is at least available off the bench. And so Loyal clearly saving their typical starting 11 for tonight and going with a what essentially was a B squad, if you want to phrase it that way, Saturday night against Louisville. Clearly, both sides want to win tonight. They both want to advance. One side has all the reasons that they should advance. But, you know, you roll a ball out there for 90 minutes, anything can happen. Anything can happen as kickoff is a little less than 20 minutes away as Jordan and I are recording. So just to give you a little bit of the pre-match vibe here, we saw the Can you tell them why groups. my anxiety is going through the roof right <laughs> we'll now? We'll get there. We saw the supporters march in, the locals, Chavos. There were three full busloads of people from San Diego on their way. And Jordan still got a little bit of the jitters. We're going to get to have the cerveza in him here soon because uh, the popo came up here and Started questioning I've Jordan already, I, We're not even to kick off. I'm not exaggerating. I have already been approached by security and four different police officers. Someone in the stadium thinks I'm suspicious. And I'm wondering if it's a joke. Like, I'm wondering if it's a friend messing with me. Because I'm not, like, we just had four cops run up yes. to Darren and I. And they were very unsure what was what was in my backpack, I think. I don't know. It's a microphone. Two of them, actually. My anxiety is a little bit through the roof. Listen, tensions are high. Everyone's tensions are high tonight. They're, they're on edge here. a lot on the line. A security guard came up and asked Jordan if anybody had checked his bag. He said no, and then right behind. I said yes. I said no four, one gave me a tag, though. Four L.A. County sheriffs showed up right behind. Showed up quickly, briskly walking towards me. Started and making I, uncomfortable jokes about, about <laughs> Jordan a, looking like he had a, a gun on him. Right. <laughs> Again, I'm wondering if someone in the stadium is just playing a joke on me, but... A security guard was very curious why I was able to get in with a backpack without a tag attached to it. And because of that, I asked the security guard, is that why there are four cops running at me right now across the plaza? And he's like, they're running? And he turned around, and here they were very quickly, and um, he uh, he slowed them down, fortunately. Yes, that was that was a bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> that was a little weird. That was, that that was got, a little bit nerve-wracking. That, that got weird. Yeah. Um, so here we are. We're, we're at Galaxy Stadium in Carson, California, Darren. And we're going to see what happens tonight. I hope, really what I want in this podcast, once my anxiety goes down a couple notches, I want to be able to celebrate some moments with the locals. I want to sit. I don't know what section they're technically in tonight. Someone told me the number. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. But I will see them. And I will track them down. And I will sit with them. And we want to capture a few moments during the game. And then we're going to have some moments, segment three, uh, following the game. We don't know what's going to happen tonight. Maybe Loyal lose by 70. Maybe we win by 70. Anything can happen. But we're here to document it all, I guess. So it that should is, be fun. And that is the beauty of the Open Cup, is yeah. you don't know. There you are nine MLS 70. clubs playing tonight on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday night. I would think one of them is at least going to go down. So why not LA Galaxy? <laughs> why not? Why Again. not LA Galaxy? We've seen a little bit of their lineup. I think it's interesting that Jonathan Klinsman adding to a subplot. Jonathan Klinsman is in goal. We saw him with Los Dos LA Galaxy 2. That's right. But he will be in goal tonight as Landon Donovan returns to Carson, California as a head coach of San Diego Loyal, hoping to take down a two-time U.S. Open Cup winner, right. LA Galaxy, his club. More goals by Landon than anybody else in Galaxy history. So Darren and I are going to go uh, get ready to enjoy this match. Again, I'm going to go get a beer because four cops just ran at me, and I need a beer. And we're going to see what happens here. Loyal and Galaxy. Man, what a story it could be. 
I know this. Landon has said this publicly and privately. He's so excited for the opportunity that his players get against Galaxy. There's no denying this. A win tonight would be the biggest win in club history for San Diego Loyal. It's, Galaxy, it's, Open Cup, advance to the fourth round. This is it. This would be the biggest. It's already been billed as the biggest match in club history. Yeah. So I would say suffice to say, absolutely. Pressure on the Galaxy as the Always Loyal podcast continues. It's Galaxy and San Diego meeting in Carson, California. And we are underway in the most scrumptious of third round matchups in the Lamar Hunt. Falls for Cabral. Cabral off the post. Cabral follows. And LA Galaxy grabbed the lead just shy of 28 minutes. It's 1-0 Galaxy. We have uh, left a concourse and now we're in the stands. We're with the locals, most of the locals down low near the field, but we need some space to actually be able to hear us. So here we are recording 1-0. A Grant Stoneman mistake in the first half is the difference. 45 minutes to go, we'll see what happens. Yeah, normally you see some of these matchups MLS or lower division club, you think one club's gonna play a certain way. Give Loyal credit for this. They're playing the way they normally would play. They're not just sitting back. They're not trying to absorb counter tackle. They're playing the way you'd see them playing at Torero Stadium against Charleston or LA Galaxy 2 for that matter. But like you said, one mistake is the difference in the match. We have seen a couple of opportunities. We've couple of seen a couple of decent chances for Loyal. All in all, I think it's been a I think it's been a pretty solid match here at half. I give the supporters a lot of credit. LA Galaxy supporters on one side of the pitch. We're in the section where the locals and Chavos are, the supporters who made the bus trip up here. And according at least to Twitter, they've made a lot of noise as well on the telecast that people were able to watch back from San Diego. So the uh, second half has just kicked off here. We're going to continue to record from the stands and uh, just see what happens here in the opening couple minutes. We mentioned the mistake. It was not capitalized on by LA Galaxy initially. It took a rebound uh, off the post, and it was the second chance that was put away. That's the difference. But Darren's right. Loyal have had a couple opportunities. It looked like a couple moments where they could have been awarded a penalty. They were not. Um, Alejandro Guido is playing uh, like a level up than he normally does intensity wise. He does have a yellow card. That's something to watch here in the second half. But uh, yeah, this is we're in the 46th minute and it's one nil Galaxy and it's up to Loyal to find the back of the net here in the next 45 minutes to stay alive. Yeah, and, and there's no reason to think that they're not going to score. It hasn't been that kind of first half where they've not created any sort of chances and not had any shots. There's no reason really to think that they're not going to be in this, but obviously the next goal is going to be the significant one here. And I think one of the other things that you and I didn't know when we were in segment one of this podcast, who exactly was available and unavailable. We sat behind a group of loyal players who are unavailable tonight, including Thomas Among, Jack Blake. You'd love to have those guys. We'll see what Landon even has available for him, substitution-wise, second half. But for me, Jordan, with Guido out there and with Vassell out there, it's probably going to have to come from one of your starting 11 if it's going to happen tonight for Loyal. You can tell just by watching that Alejandro Guido is playing in a way that he feels like he needs to be 
the MLS caliber player for San Diego Loyal to really deliver a win for them here tonight. Uh, you can tell it means a lot to him. There's There's been moments. There have been several moments for Loyal where they've had chances to score. It hasn't happened yet. But this is an L.A. Galaxy team that hasn't exactly been lighting up the back of the net uh, this season so far. They haven't scored a ton of goals. But on the flip side, defensively, they've been good as well. Um, we've had Vassell with a moment. Um, we've had Guido with a couple close moments. Toomey almost got that penalty that was pretty close. And so I think the really the nice thing that Darren brought up initially was San Diego's playing the way they want to play. They have not adjusted to what Galaxy do. They're not trying to work around what Galaxy tried to accomplish on the field. Loyal are playing their game. They're trying to keep possession and create those opportunities. And we're kind of hoping here in the next 45, one of those opportunities is good enough to score. And I hope that people can appreciate even the atmosphere, can appreciate a little bit of the vibe here. Obviously, Dignity Health Sports Park is not full here on a Tuesday night, but the fans that are here for both sides are making a ton of noise. We were told during the first half by one of the executives with Loyal, they were surprised how many Loyal supporters made the trip up here. Hadn't really happened to them. Obviously, there hadn't been a World uh, U.S. Open Cup since 2019. They weren't really sure what to expect, but this, this they were impressed by. So credit to the people who are here who are listening to this. Also to those who couldn't make the trip. Hey, it's Tuesday night. Life's difficult, right? Kids, school, work, all that sort of stuff. But you and I were just talking about it in the concourse. I mean, you see the Tory Green everywhere here. It's really a great thing to see. Again, the fans who are here are really making a lot of noise. They're providing just a great, great atmosphere for this match. Yeah. Ideally, at the end of the night, you leave LA Galaxy impressed with what you were able to do off the field and on the field. I can already tell you, we're only in the second half, Galaxy are impressed with the amount of people who have showed up and the noise that they are making like that has already been a topic here inside the stadium tonight and Darren and I have made sure to talk to a few people to kind of figure this kind of this stuff out they've been very impressed with this showing typically like you said Darren on a Tuesday night in an open cup game in the third round you don't know how many people would actually show up clearly San Diego supporters showed up but I think with that knowing that Landon and his squad being here and with what the locals are going to bring it probably inspired Galaxy fans to kind of do the same. It looks good. They've, they've sectioned off one half of the stadium, which is a tad interesting. If you're watching on television, it may look very empty. It's just that every single fan here has to sit on the other side of the stadium that's not on TV. So right. that's a weird dynamic. I guess the way it was explained to us is they put all the fans, the supporters on one side of Dignity Hill Sports Park, where the concessions were just to make it easy so people can go up, get drinks, get food, without having it spread out across, all across. But Jordan's right. If you're watching on TV, you might think, wow, there's just zero people in the building. That's just the way the cameras are angled. You can hear where we are. We're not sitting in the middle of the supporter section, by the way. We're sitting a good 15 rows on top of the locals and Chavos, right. and we're sitting completely clear across the pitch from the Galaxy supporters. So they've been spirited. They've got their drums. The drums are banging here on the SD Loyal side of things. So all in all, great atmosphere. But man, we need to see Loyal break through. I just want to see them get on the board here in this match. So Toomey or Kyle Vassell, set piece, whatever it takes. Uh, and I also waiting to see what the substitutions are going to look like for this one coming up later. Right. Um, it is interesting. Galaxy get a close chance here in the 51st minute, but it goes out. 
Um, interesting to see who Landon and Nate Miller and the rest of the staff will decide to pull off the bench. We already brought up the fact of the players that aren't available tonight. Um, Thomas Among, Jack Blake being pretty notable there. Uh, those are the type of players that you would imagine to see in a game like this. Uh, those are the players that you saw in this tournament already when they played Albion on the road. Those were the exact players that were used. And so Darren brought it up a little bit earlier in this segment. The next goal is going to be very critical. It's going to determine if there is another goal in this match. The next one will determine whether it's 2-0 Galaxy and what will likely feel like they're on their way to the next round. Or if this turns into 1-1 and it goes late, like things get weird on open cup nights. So Man, what have we already seen so far? I mean, we don't have the complete. And by the stuff. time you listen to this, you know, the scores are, will be out. But we've seen Chicago Fire lose tonight. Right. We've seen Columbus Crew lose tonight. So you know they're they're not playing fellow MLS competition. They're playing USL Championship and USL League One competition. So I don't know that anybody becomes aware of that when you go in at the half. If Landon says, "Hey, fellas, listen, this you know, we're right in this. This thing. is doable. We're we're one brain cramp away from being level with LA Galaxy at the half. So keep playing your game. Good things will happen." Yeah, I think the officials are uh, swallowing their whistles so far here in the second half. Galaxy, a team that have struggled to score a lot so far this year, but this is a different lineup for them, so you never really know what to expect um, in this kind of situation. But as long as Loyal continue to keep the possession that they've had and set up the opportunities that they've had, they're going to put themselves in a situation where, who knows, maybe we're going into extra time. You mentioned a couple of the MLS teams that have already gone down. Uh, at least one of those sides have gone down in penalty kicks tonight, so... Like you said, you, you roll a ball out there and anything can happen in the 90 plus minutes. And so it's only a one goal deficit. It was a gift of a goal that wasn't exactly accepted initially, but the second offering they slammed home. So that's the difference so far is saved Jack in Beckham, the 54th minute. On goal. Uh, it would have been nice to have a goal here live on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I will say we, we've been able to check a couple of the, the moments on the broadcast from where we've taken in the game initially in the first half. Locals are getting a lot of TV time. I don't know. They're probably aware of it by now because I'm sure they're getting text messages and tweets and stuff, and I'm sure they've seen it at halftime. But every time I seem to look up at a TV screen, I saw Steve on drums and just a really good just panoramic shot of the locals later too, showcasing what they're doing here in Carson tonight. Um, it has not gone un it has not gone unnoticed inside the stadium, but based on what's being shown on TV, people who are just tuning in are seeing the exact same thing, and that's pretty important as well. Absolutely. I mean, this is what the U.S. Open Cup's all about. You know, this this atmosphere. This is what we waited so long to be a part of, just to be here in Carson or wherever we might have found ourselves or wherever we might be headed, just to experience this for the first time with San Diego Loyal. All right, well, uh, Darren and I are going to take in the second half. Hopefully it's a fun post-match reaction here on the podcast tonight. But either way, like I'm, this has just been a really cool experience so far. We're in the 55th minute, down a goal, and anything can happen. So we'll say goodbye. You can listen to the locals sing on the way out. But uh, we'll come back for segment three, and we'll actually know the result of this match. So hopefully we find a goal. The next one's pretty important to seal it now. Grenzer and knocked away. Colke goes down. It's still with Los Angeles. Araujo. Araujo! And the full-time whistle arrives. 
Los Angeles Galaxy are moving on in the U.S. Open Cup. We're at full time. LA Galaxy one, San Diego Loyal nil. 2022 U.S. Open Cup run is over for Loyal. It ends in Carson, California. We're in the supporter section. The match just ended. Loyal players, they're starting 11, basically all of whom played 90 minutes and Landon Donovan are coming over to show their support. For the visiting supporters who made the trip, Jordan, an incredible effort from Loyal here tonight, but they come up short. Yeah, uh, clearly went all in on this match based on the starting 11 uh, tonight compared to what we saw over the weekend and how long those starters stayed in this match. The only reason we saw any change is because Grant Stoneman went off with what looked like to be some kind of hamstring or something. I don't know what it is. I just know Stoneman had to leave and I'm watching him uh, wrapped in ice right now come over to the locals. But yeah, just a few moments after the final whistle, we did have a Chicharito signing. He came on, uh, played for the last 10 plus minutes for Galaxy. I'm not sure who exchanged jerseys with Chicharito, but uh, I'm sure there were a few different loyal players who were willing to be on the other end of that deal. Um, but yeah, so they're going through, they're on the field still, and the locals have not left their section. They're all completely standing and applauding the uh, the players and the coaching staff. I see Landon, I see Nate Miller here as well. So uh, clearly, clearly a different match for Loyal. This isn't like anything we've had at Torero Stadium. This is very different, uh, and it felt it. It felt, yeah, you can feel that there's some heartbroken supporters here that made the trip up from San Diego. This was an even match. We were just talking about the match at 1-0, and every statistic sort of tells you that this was pretty level. Makes it feel a little worse because the opportunities were there. In some ways, you get blown out 3-0. Hey, what are you going to do? They're MLS. We're USL championship. But knowing how close it was, possession, total shots, shots on target, in a weird way, it makes you proud if you're a supporter for San Diego Loyal, but it makes it sting even a little bit more. Right, yeah, it did cross my mind in the second half, like, oh my gosh, like I would almost rather see a second goal go in just so that one gift isn't the difference tonight that sends San Diego home this year for their first ever Open Cup. But you know what, like if that was the only difference tonight, I kind of like our chances in the Open Cup in the future, you know? Like, this is a little bit of something where you don't get blown out, and the only difference is a simple mistake um, that wasn't exactly put away initially. So it was close. No one's going to feel better about it. I get that. I'm not trying to sell anyone on that. But this, this was a match that felt like a scoreless draw that really could have gone either way, and that's really what we were hoping for tonight, and that's kind of what happened. We're on top of the visiting away uh, supporter section, the away supporting section. So you're gonna hear locals and Chavos walking past us as they're starting to exit. We're watching Jap Metcalf hug a group of supporters or family members or whomever. Alejandro Guido, you can see how disappointed he is. You and I have known Alejandro for a really long time as he's walking over and saluting the visiting fans. Elijah Martin, Landon Donovan, etc. Jordan, we talked about it in segment two of the Always Loyal podcast. It's probably going to have to come from your starting 11 tonight. I give this group so much credit. Koke Vegas in goal, Elijah Martin, Kyle Adams, Grant Stoneman, Jack Metcalf, Nick Moon, Alejandro Guido, Colin Martin, Tumi Moshibani, Kyle Vassell, and Evan Conway. 
Loyal had really no substitutes. You mentioned it. Nico Boxall come on. He comes on late only because Grant Stoneman can no longer physically perform in the 91st minute in the stoppage time. So and not that's even what a you sub had. Loyal wants to make because it adds, it, it takes up time clearly. But you're forced into it with an injury, so you have to make a move. But yeah, you're right. There was a lot of the depth that we saw that could have been coming off the bench tonight um, was up in a suite, unavailable because of injuries. And by comparison, the MLS club made five substitutions, including bringing in Javier Hernandez, right. including bringing in Chicharito. And it still was a 1-0 game at home in Carson for LA Galaxy. You can tell as we're sitting here, supporters don't want to leave. They continue to chant. They continue to sing. I see so many familiar faces here, a little bit of drumming. Don't be confused by the music here at Dignity Health Sports Park. Loyal supporters, they know they got a fun bus ride home, but a disappointed bus ride home. But nobody seems to be running towards the exit here in Carson tonight. Yeah, there was a moment in the second half where you saw Chicharito run into the uh, into the tunnel, into the locker room. I'm assuming he eventually made his way to the locker room. I wasn't expecting him to come back on the field at that point. Loyal to the game right here. Loyal to the soil. There we go. What'd you think? That better be loyal fans right here. That's right, loyal to the soil. So we saw Chicharito go into the locker room, and I thought his night was done. And he comes back out. Not only does he come back out, he comes back out, starts stretching immediately, and people started realizing what was happening rather quickly in the stands. Uh, locals started to sniff it out. Clearly, fans with Galaxy saw what was happening, and you could hear it. You could kind of hear the reaction just with Chicharito stretching on the sideline, like the stadium kind of elevated in a sense. Like that's kind of the moment that. Those are the opportunities why you like coming up against an MLS side. Going up against players like that, uh, you, now you're going to have images of Chicharito going up against San Diego Loyal, which obviously isn't the goal tonight. But to see him actually perform and they, to force Galaxy into needing to use him, it wasn't exactly guaranteed to play out that way. So I'm glad it did, at least in that bit. Yeah, and there was a buzz when that happened. That was the 77th minute that Javier Hernandez comes into the match. And like you said, he's warming up, and all of us are sitting going, he's not really going to come in, is he? Galaxy's got a 1-0 lead here. Why would he come in? But sure enough, in the 77th minute, he comes. And let's be honest, a lot of our supporters are supporters of the Mexican national team. So there was a little bit of buzz and energy there. Not that anybody was pulling for him. But just the idea that that a star of that magnitude, whose salary is you know exponentially more than all loyal combined, is coming into this match, created a, a it just ratcheted up and give it up also for Dignity Health Sports Park because this place was a fantastic site. The energy and the sound, the way it reverberates here inside of Dignity Health, it's just it's a different experience. It's a totally different experience. And you can really feel it. I thought it added a lot to the match tonight. Not just the supporters for both sides, not just those who came and made the trip or those who are coming here who are regularly watching LA Galaxy, but just the building itself created a real uh, excitement. So, you know. I'm glad we didn't play on the side field tonight. Right. Because usually when Loyal come up to LA, you take on LA Galaxy too. That's the field you're playing on. So. The fact that you actually do get in this stadium and get this moment, like this is going to be a trip. Everyone who took this trip tonight is going to talk about this trip for a long time. And you know what we're going to talk about next year when we find out who we're playing in the Open Cup? 
we're gonna talk about like, remember when we went to galaxy and we had three buses and we had the section that was created and the noise and the moment with chicharito and nearly goals and almost an upset like we'll be bringing this back up um pretty much as soon as that next draw comes back out i know no one wants to look ahead to the 2023 u.s open cup but like I, this kind of excites me we got a win we got a chance to take on an mls side and uh this to me and maybe people view it differently maybe thought galaxy uh, had control. I didn't. I thought this was kind of just like a, it no. felt like a scoreless match that could have gone either way, and a mistake was going to be the difference, and unfortunately the mistake happened on San Diego's side. There was one mistake. I, there's nothing, uh, we're looking at the stat sheet here, there's nothing that tells you that San Diego Loyal got run off this field. And I think that's that's part of it. I'm equal parts. You're proud of the effort, you're proud of the support that the club got, but you're also frustrated because man it was right there I mean we saw some build-up plays coming right at us right towards the loyal supporters in the second half of that match you're like this could this should be it like this is proper passing good build-up take a shot take a quicker shot right like you know, you're you're gonna wake up tomorrow I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of different loyal players pretty proud of the fact that they came up here and went toe-to-toe -to -toe with LA Galaxy on their pitch but also going gosh we were right there like we were right there we were in that clearly not the result loyal fans wanted tonight but uh tonight is one of the matches that we'll talk about that fans will talk about and think about for a long time like this is instantly even though the result isn't what we wanted uh this is like one of the biggest matches in this club's history um and it was fun like and now it's clearly not over like the locals they still get to get a hop on that bus and have a a fun ride home to san diego the other buses do the same so that's next for them. The night's not quite done. It's not just the 90 minutes on the field, but uh, unfortunately for San Diego, they do come up short 1-0, and Galaxy will move on to the fourth round of the Open Cup, and now San Diego can uh, completely focus on the league. That will make some fans happy that you can completely focus on that. Um, and other fans are gonna be pretty disappointed that the run in the Open Cup ends tonight. I do know that on my way out, I'm going to make sure I properly display my tag <laughs> on my backpack. Yes, no so more police activity. So we don't have any issues on the way out like we did on the way in. And uh, yeah, that is that. The locals are officially making their way out of this section. Speaking of cops, they're telling us to leave. And I'll say also, it uh, feels like a good weekend off for Loyal. So the schedule makers this week, no Tampa, but on the 30th, feels like a good time to rest, recover, deal with the emotions from the match itself, not have to figure out a way to get it going again coming up this Saturday. Feels like a good weekend off for the crew to sit back, get healthy, get Thomas Among back healthy. I mean, like we mentioned it segment two, no Among, no Blake, it no mattered. Carlton. It definitely matters. No Charlie Adams, right? Like if you would have said matters. all of that, if you would have said, here's who you're gonna be without for this match, what do you think happens? You go, oh, probably gonna get run out of the building, huh? But it should be fun. And that really just wasn't the case at all. Still fun didn't get run out of the building. And I keep thinking, like, a guy like Among, with that speed, with that individual skill, a difference, what a difference he might have made. Yeah, the chances were there for Loyal tonight. Uh, it's just one of those nights that they don't, they don't capitalize on it. And that happens in soccer. That's part of the sport. All right, that is that. I see one last local in the section, and it's the president, Steve. El Presidente. El Presidente. The last one. He's checking for everybody's keys and wallets to make uh -oh. sure nobody left anything behind. All right, my man. Let's uh, let's go make our way to the parking lot, and we'll uh, 
We'll enjoy the week off. I bet you that's why you're able to roll out those 11 guys and keep it that way for as long as possible, knowing you don't have another match coming up on the back end of this week, too. So. Plus, yeah, you I just didn't really have got. any options. <laughs> you gave it all you got. Half the club is sitting in a luxury suite. Right. Yeah. You did everything you could to 2023. All right, Darren, uh, fun podcast. Always loyal podcast. No guests, but I hope that's okay for everyone listening. To no guests. Say goodbye, Nate. Bye, Nate. I'm about Can to- you say the, the stage is yours? The stage is yours, and as disappointing as this result was, and as blown out as that speaker just was there, I'm excited for the fried chicken sandwich that awaits us in that parking lot. Cheers.